Howdy. This is the Views from the Shot podcast. I'm your host, your one and only host, Tim Miller. And today, Wednesday, September 27th, 2023, I wish you the happiest of National Corned Beef Hash Days. Today's show is, as always, a part of the Big Banter Sports Network. We appreciate them, as always, and we always suggest you go find them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever you get your sports content. Go find Big Banter Sports as well. They're covering everything right now in Big Ten Sports. Obviously, biggest thing going on right now, college football, but... College basketball is just around the corner. Did you know we're 40 days away from the college basketball season beginning? It's true. So make sure you're following Big Banter Sports wherever you get your content for all the best Big Ten Sports content out there. I'm sorry. Some of the legacy media brands, they don't do it well anymore. Some are rising up like us to do it better. So make sure you're there. Appreciate you, as always, listening to today's show. Appreciate you being a first listener and a subscriber. If you are, we've actually had a nice little jump in those numbers, as well as just follower numbers on the social medias as well. So make sure, if you're not already, it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt anyone. It's not going to hurt anything. Just subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, all those things. Make sure you're following And give us a listen every once in a while. We're going to have you covered within these next several weeks talking Big Ten and Ohio State exclusive basketball content where we're previewing the season. This is a part of our season preview series. Today, we're talking Ohio State Media Day. On Monday, the Buckeyes... Head coach Chris Holtman, along with 12 other players, actually all 15 I believe were available, but I've got thoughts from 12, met with the media for the first time for this upcoming season. Today's show, we're going to talk about 12 players who gave their remarks along with Chris Holtman. A couple surprising, potentially, thoughts and comments from some players along with some areas of focus and improvement for the upcoming season, and a little trip the Buckeyes took, in case you missed out on that. There is no order, there's no rhyme or reason for how I put these players in the random order that they are in, so you'll hear about Zed Key at some point, you'll hear about Bruce Thornton at some point, Scotty Middleton, Devin Royal, it'll all be throughout this podcast with many other players as well. But I will start with head coachman Chris Holtman. Let's get the papers ready to go here. Chris Holtman. First one we'll talk about here as we react to OSU Media Day. Some of these thoughts are just going to be at random, but I will add my own remarks to them. So my number one question going into this season for Chris Holtman is, what was the grind like going 16 and 19? And now, how are we reacting? What are we learning? What are we going to do this season to make sure Ohio State does not go 16 and 19? 
So Holtman said on going 16 and 19, quote, there can be real power in the pain we went through last year. I don't think you can go through what we went through and not feel that way if you're not a competitive guy, end quote. So Holtman and several other players, as we'll get through here, all talking about what it was like last season going 16 and 19. The freshmen who weren't even on campus, weren't even on the team, talking about how that affected them. It's very clear this Buckeye team this season is going to have a chip on its shoulder as they go through non-conference play, as they go through Big Ten play. What will goals look like? Where does this team want to be at the end of the season? Not a lot of talk about that, but there has been a lot of talk about we were not good enough last year, and that is a driving force in our motivation for the upcoming season. Now, he also spoke about the schedule, non-conference schedule, all those types of things. He said, quote, I really believe our schedule is the best schedule we've had since we've been here, end quote. Hard to disagree with that. There are a lot of marquee matchups Ohio State is going to be able to take part in here in the non-conference. The second game of the year is against Texas A&M. Smart, by the way, on Ohio State to schedule that on a Friday evening. So you come into town, you watch the Buckeyes play basketball on Friday, Saturday morning. You you head to Ohio Stadium and you watch the Buckeyes play football. Maybe that's the goal there for Ohio State. Maybe it's random. I don't know. But Ohio State playing Texas A&M the second game of the year on a Friday evening. They've also got Alabama, potentially Oregon on the schedule. UCLA, West Virginia, which shouldn't be all that bad of a matchup. So Ohio State is going to already be well-tested as they head into Big Ten play. And then, of course, they've got the Big Ten schedule as well. Now, that just came out. I didn't do a show on it. I didn't comment on it. I will, however, comment on it right now. It's good. I like it. When the matchups came out several months ago, the matchups seemed to go in Ohio State's favor. They've got Indiana one time. That's a good thing. They've got Michigan State. One time. Not a bad thing at all. I think they have Indiana one time. I, I don't actually have that in front of me. I'm going off of memory right now, and there's no shot that I'm going to be able to, to either pull that up or find it anywhere sometime soon. I think they have Indiana one time. I could be wrong. And you know what? I, I actually am going to try to find this on, on the Twitters simply because... Well, I think I might be able to find it somewhat quickly. But I know that they do have Michigan State only once. So that's a good thing for Ohio State. And I'm still looking here. That That's what this brief pause is. By the way, make sure you're following on Twitter. We've got some good content out there. I, as I scroll through this, man, it's not bad at all. Okay. Enough of the filler. They do have Indiana twice. I was wrong. It's a good thing I checked on that. But Illinois once, that's perfect. Maryland once, great. Purdue once and at home, beautiful. They get Northwestern once. That's really the only team that you would like to have twice that you get once. Maybe if you could switch out Northwestern with Indiana, that would be great. Maybe you can switch out Northwestern with Michigan. That would be great. But for most of the teams that Ohio State has to play twice, pretty much all. All of them, you want to play twice. Minnesota, yes. Nebraska, yes. Penn State, yes. Rutgers, probably. Wisconsin, probably. I mean, the schedule in the non-conference works out 
really well for Ohio State. And not only that, but you look at the back-to-backs in the Big Ten schedule, and it's not bad at all. They start the year at home against Minnesota, then they get Penn State, then they go into some non-conference games. Both of those games, you expect Ohio State to be 2-0 in the Big Ten come January 1. Then you get Rutgers, and then it gets a little tough where you've got Indiana. The really the most difficult stretch that I see that Ohio State has in the Big Ten schedule particularly comes in the end of January heading into February. You've got Illinois at home, and then you've got Iowa, then you've got Indiana and Maryland at home, then you go to at Wisconsin, and then you've got Purdue at home. A lot of these games that are going to be tough throughout this stretch are at home. Looks like four out of the six will be at home. And again, the schedule overall, it doesn't hurt Ohio State in any ways. So I love the schedule this year for Ohio State. When you look at the small factors that could give Ohio State a boost, one or two wins extra this season, that schedule could potentially be there to help them out. Some other things that Chris Holtman talked about, I I think the biggest focal point, the biggest area that Ohio State is going to be working on as they begin practice today, actually, is defensively. He spoke on approving defensive efficiency, and a lot of players also talked about improving on the defensive side of the ball. He said, quote, I think this group has the ability to be a much improved defensive team, but we've got to prove it, end quote. Multiple players, like I said, mentioned this. We'll talk about this later on as well. He spoke about some specific players. I'm going to make sure to touch on that here in a little bit well when I get into those specific players as well. He also said, quote, We have way more knowns than what we had at this time last year. We're still young. My only point to that would be the experience that those three sophomores got last year. I don't consider them sophomores, end quote. So those right there, Chris Holtman, is obviously talking about Roddy Gale, Felix Akpara, and Bruce Thornton. Now, I would say, obviously, these guys do not really come in as your traditional sophomores, and that's a good thing for Ohio State. They've got plenty of experience, and you can really start to mold these guys and start to get more out of them because they've already been through a grueling gauntlet of a Big Ten schedule. They've already been through a full season. They've experienced the highs and they've experienced a lot of lows. They went through the Big Ten Conference Tournament where they had a lot of highs there. This is going to be, I'm telling you, this is going to be a good team for Ohio State where a lot of people and maybe even Ohio State fans are not the most excited for the basketball team this season because they did not play well last year. They finished 16-19. and but the experience these sophomore have, the sophomores have, and the skill to back that up, obviously, what they produced last year, it should make you pretty excited. Holtman, by the way, he's also gotten into better shape. He's been in the gym. There was a player, I don't remember who mentioned it, but there was a player who mentioned Chris Holtman working out in the hotel. He's working out with the team. He's in better shape this year. That can only be a good thing, right? Zed Key said it was inspiring to watch him. He's lost a little bit of weight, added some muscle. So good for Coach Holtman. By the way, the team went on a camping trip a couple weeks ago. 
For 72 hours, the entire team had no phones. Can you imagine that in your own world, in your life, not having a phone? I think that's a beautiful thing. Well, the Buckeyes team went there. A lot of the players talked about it. The general gist was it was a great time. It was great for chemistry. It was great to know the players. They played cards. They had s'mores, all of the things. So that's really cool, too, for Ohio State. It's the first time they've done anything like that, at least under Chris Holtman, as far as anyone else has said. So hopefully that helps promote better chemistry, the better teamwork, camaraderie, all those types of things as the season goes on. So that was pretty cool. Let's talk about players. And the first player I'll start with is Zed Key because he is one that I am more so excited about than others, at least more intrigued about his comments from the offseason than anyone else. First of all, Zed Key has lost 20 pounds. When their team photo came out and I saw Zed Key, I was I was shocked. I mean, it looks like more than 20 pounds he has lost, but he looks very, very lean. He said he noticed he was getting tired at the end of the game, so that was partly why he tried to lose weight. Chris Holtman said on Zed Key's body transformation, quote, his mobility has been really good, end quote. That's a nice quote, isn't it? He also said the team will look at a lineup with Key at power forward and Felix Akpara at center. Zed Key himself, he acknowledged, along with Holtman, that playing four is a possibility this year. He said he's focused, Zed Key said he's focused again on his shooting range. He's worked with Coach Owens. That's something that he mentioned he was working on last year as well. We saw a little bit of it. Obviously, the shoulder injury kind of derailed that. Hopefully, he'll have the ability to shoot a little bit more from range this season. That will be a huge development for Ohio State. Candidly, it's not one that I really expect is going to have much of an impact on the game. Zed Key may take one to two threes per game. He may hit a couple per game, less than a couple per game, of course. But I don't think it's going to have a huge impact on the way Ohio State plays this season. But it's nice that he's, he's trying to add that to his bag. I'm just not sure how much it's going to show on the court throughout the season this year. And then Zed Key also talked about the team improving defensively. He said, quote, it's about wanting to play defense and giving the effort, end quote. He didn't mention any specific X's and O's, but he said that's what it's going to come down to, essentially wanting it, wanting to play defense this season, which there is the question, did the team want to play defense last season? They weren't necessarily horrible defensively last season, but it begs the question, were there guys on the team last season who weren't all that interested in playing defense, who have now since left, dot, dot, dot? I won't answer that question. Just something that you wonder about with the way Zed Key kind of framed how they can play defense this season. Now, Zed Key was also asked to define success for the upcoming season. He said, winning record, getting big wins, don't dwell on losses. I would assume that by saying don't dwell on losses, he's saying let's not go on a 12-game losing streak again. That would be my guess, reading between the lines there. I think, again, last season there was a lack of leadership. It was a huge topic of conversation throughout Ohio State basketball where you didn't have leadership. And then Bruce Thornton is stepping up late in the year and being the leader for Ohio State. I think that maybe... Bruce Thornton, well, we'll talk about him as a leader actually right after Zed Key, but I think leadership and the ability to 
not let these losses get to your heads and not let them build off of one another. That's going to be a big thing for Ohio State. He did not mention, by the way, a Big Ten tournament championship or appearance. He didn't mention a Big Ten regular season title. He did not mention making it to the NCAA tournament. Zed Key simply said, winning record, getting big wins, don't dwell on losses. It could be that making it to the NCAA tournament is a given. Obviously, that's a goal, so he doesn't mention it. It's that obvious. Or it's just not top of mind for Zed Key. I don't know. But there's that. Let's talk Bruce Thornton. As I mentioned here. So Chris Holtman on Bruce Thornton, he said, quote, he's going to be at the forefront of any type of leadership role or direction this team takes. End quote. Bruce Thornton said during media day, he's already been named a captain. Additionally, no other captains have been announced. And it appears at least right now that there's not going to be any other captains on the team. This appears to be Bruce Thornton's team. Now, it's interesting that if there's going to be no other captains named on the team, you would think Zed Key would be named there. He's not. It's just Bruce Thornton right now. So there's that to look out for. He also said he felt the game started to slow down for him during the Big Ten tournament. His stats obviously back that up. He mentioned that Ohio State offensively can improve, and he specifically can improve with more off-ball movement. That's become a focus. And last year, the offense at times, I remember specifically the Iowa game where they got blown out, where the offense just was not moving. There was not a lot of motion. There wasn't a lot of off-ball movement. It was iso ball, and it was not pretty. And Ohio State's offense suffered because of that. So if that's something that they emphasize, that would be fantastic. I would look forward to that. That's all I've got on Bruce Thorne. Most of these will be somewhat quicker now. You're seeing that we're 18-ish minutes into the show, and you're like, wow, he's covered two players who are going to be here forever. I'll be, I'll be fast, hopefully engaging, and there's going to be a lot of comments here that you're not going to want to miss as well. I'll just put that out there. Let's go to Dale Bonner. Baylor transfer, now heading to his home state here in Ohio. He mentioned his role, which I think is very interesting. He said he wants to use his experience and be a spark plug whether he's on the floor or not. I'll pause there. Does that not sound like something similar I said to Dale Bonner's role coming into Ohio State? And and he mentioned whether he's on the floor or not. This is not going to be a guy who's going to be starting for Ohio State. It doesn't seem. Everyone seems to be on board. The consensus seems to be Bruce Thornton is your starting point guard. Dale Bonner will back up Bruce Thornton. That appears to be Dale Bonner's role. He said whether on the floor or not, he wants to use his experience and be a spark plug. That's kind of how I painted Dale Bonner coming in, playing good defense, being able to distribute the ball, just doing those gritty things that point guards need to do. He also said, and this kind of warmed my heart, he said he wants to smile. He wants to enjoy the time, whether he's on the floor or not, because it's his last season. Appreciate that from you, Dale, saying you want to smile. You want to have fun out there. That's good. Everyone likes to be around people who smile a lot. So if Bonner's going to be that way, that'll be good for the team. Seems like he's accepting his role. He understands coming into Ohio State, he's not going to be a focal point. He's he's likely not going to be a starter. He's not going to be looked upon to shoulder the load offensively, playmaking, defensively, whatever. Seems like he's fine with that. And that's a good thing. Someone who understands their role. A transfer coming in who knows their role, very important to a team's success. Dot, dot, dot. 
Nothing else that I'll say on that for now. He did not say, by the way, his veteranship is a key to being a leader. He kind of shrugged off being a leader altogether. A lot of players have mentioned Bruce Thornton stepping up as a leader, Zed Key, Roddy Gale, Jamison Battle. Not a lot of players mentioned Dale Bonner stepping up as a leader. He said he's a pretty soft-spoken guy already, and that's something that he's been working on as well. He said he's kind of a shy guy off the court. He needs to talk more when he is playing. But he said his veteranship, his his experience as a player, playing now in a fifth year, playing in the Big 12, all the experience that he brings to a very young team here at Ohio State. He said it wasn't all that much of a big deal and not all that key to being a leader. So there's that. How about another transfer? Evan Mahaffey transferring to Ohio State from Penn State, another player returning to the state in which he grew up, Evan Mahaffey, a Cincinnati area native. So on what Mahaffey brings to Ohio State, he said defensive communication, offensive energy, playmaking. Those are the places where he, he'll fit in for Ohio State. This is something that I, again, kind of added as I previewed Evan Mahaffey. His defensive ability will be there. Offensively, he's going to bring the energy. He's going to slash. He's going to run on fast break. He's going to run a lot, a lot. Seems like a guy with a lot of energy and also the ability to do some playmaking as well. He said transferring within the conference makes the transition easier because although he has to learn a new system here at Ohio State, he is familiar with the programs in the Big Ten. And I think that's something that probably is being overlooked right now. Ohio State has not won but two transfers right now coming from schools within the Big Ten. That could be a really, really nice piece to the puzzle for the Buckeyes. Now, of course, Penn State has coaching turnover, and they've got a whole lot of player turnover. So what Evan Mahaffey will be able to bring when Ohio State play, plays Penn State, it may not be all that much. But when Ohio State plays Minnesota, and they play Minnesota twice, when that happens... I think Jamison Battle is going to have a lot to offer on what the Golden Gophers will try to do, the players, intel, stuff like that. I wouldn't let that be underspoken, I would say, around Ohio State basketball. He said, reasons for coming to Ohio State, the opportunity to win, being closer to home, that brought him to Columbus. Opportunity to win, I think, again, and I, I've said it before, I have no rooting interest in Penn State whatsoever. But I do feel bad for that team because they finally put it together last season. They had a bunch of seniors who are leaving, their head coach also leaving, and Micah Shrewsbury. That's tough. But the opportunity to win, clearly not there in State College here in the short term for Evan Mahaffey. It's an interesting transfer decision nonetheless. I was surprised when he entered the portal, and I was somewhat surprised when Ohio State took him. But here he is, donning the scarlet and gray. Let's pause very quickly here to talk college basketball analytics, cbbanalytics.com. Again, I tell you every time, if you're not driving, if it's safe, just go poke around there on the website. While I talk about cbbanalytics.com, college basketball analytics, they are our exclusive sponsor on this show. If you sign up for an account, you can use the code SHOT, that's C, 
not C, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, SHOT, as in Shot and Scene Center. Sign up for an account, you can get a month free, and there, I'm telling you, there's so much good stuff. There's stuff that even on YouTube videos that I post talking about players, I just posted one yesterday about Bruce Thornton, where I can't show you some of that stuff because it's behind a paywall, but I tell you what, it is incredible. I love the content, I love going around poking through there. It's going to make our shows so much better as we go into previewing not just Ohio State, but previewing other games, other players that Ohio State will play, getting behind the numbers, seeing points per game and rebounds per game and all that stuff is fine, but seeing where our players shooting the ball well. How are they as a as a complete player? Where is their profile good? Where are they more weak? Things like that. The stuff on this site is incredible. I cannot emphasize it enough. CBBanalytics.com. I promise you, you won't regret it. And if you do, then you can come at me and that's fine. Nothing I can do about it, but I'm sure that you will not regret it. Cannot recommend this site highly enough. Multiple Division I programs and men's and women's basketball are using college basketball analytics for their own analytics department, including Chris Holtman and Ohio State. So I would recommend that you be like Ohio State and you get the stats that the coaches are getting as well. CollegeBasketballAnalytics.com. Use code SHOT for one month free. Another transfer here. This was not intentional. I told you that the order was completely random, but we're going to go Jamison Battle now. Third transfer in a row for Ohio State. And I just want to say, Ohio State basketball is 40 days away. How can you not be psyched about that? I love getting on here talking Ohio State basketball at this time of the the year. I hope you're excited to listen as well. Jamison Battle. So he said the biggest thing for him at Ohio State is that he's being coached, and if he makes a mistake, he'll be held accountable consistently. And that, my friends, felt very much like I should be reading between the lines. I don't know if that's Minnesota shade, but it really felt hard to not feel that way. That he's shading Minnesota in some capacity. Biggest thing for him at Ohio State so far is that he's being coached. If he makes a mistake, he's being held accountable consistently. The entire team is. You wonder. That's it. You just you just have to wonder why Jamison Battle said that in such a specific way. That's all I'll say. On his role at Ohio State, he said playing the three and the four will likely be interchangeable for him. Chris Holtman said similar things. So it looks like Battle will be playing a little bit of three, a little bit of four this season. We'll see how the starting rotation shakes out. But he's going to be in there regardless, playing a lot of minutes for the Buckeyes, whether as a starter or maybe off the bench as a six-man. I don't know, but he'll be getting plenty of playing time. He said he feels the opportunity to fill big roles. He mentioned Justice Suing, Bryce Sensenbaugh being gone, and he thinks that he can be successful doing so. So he mentioned that there's big shoes to fill here with the departures of players who played the three and the four, Bryce Sensenbaugh and Justice Suing last season, obviously well, actually, both of them heading to the NBA. Suing signed as an undrafted free agent. Sensenbaugh selected at the end of the first round from the Buckeyes. So a lot of production that is gone. A lot of production to be had. And Jamison Battle feels like he is fit to take on that role. He said he's got goals of making the tournament, getting to the next level. And he recognizes that this is his last chance to do so. And 
frankly, he made it very obvious more than anyone else on this team that he wants to win and that he essentially needs to win. It's clear that the major motivation for Jamison Battle this season is winning. And not just winning, but him personally playing well. He said he wants to go to the next level. I'm telling you what, Jamison Battle, more than just about anyone here, is going to be working hard simply to win ball games. So excited to see what Battle is able to bring to the court. This is a guy who I can appreciate it. I'm the exact same way. I'm super competitive. All I want to do is win. If I'm playing Uno at my job, if I'm playing recreational sports, it doesn't matter. I want to win. I'm addicted to winning. Jameson Battle seems to be that way as well. And hopefully you are too. Hopefully you enjoy winning. Roddy Gale. Flip my page here. Go back to Chris Holtman. His thoughts on Roddy Gale. He said, quote, The confidence that he gained from the last month and a half of the season, you started to see him turn the corner. I expect him to make a real positive jump, and I think there's going to be a lot asked of him. He's better. We've seen that here this summer. He's gotten some really good work. I think he's been in the best shape he's been since he's been here. End quote. That was a long one. Biggest thing that I read from Chris Holtman's thoughts on Roddy Gales, I expect him to make a real positive jump, and I think there's going to be a lot asked of him. I have been parading I, I will be circling the wagons all year and absolutely taking my victory laps if Roddy Gale's Ohio State's breakout player in this upcoming season. I've said a lot. Chris Holtman seems to have high expectations. Sounds like he's going to put more on Roddy Gale's plate. That's a good thing. Now, Roddy Gale said Holtman wants him to take more of a leadership role this season. A lot of other players mentioned Roddy Gale as a guy who has stepped up as a leader for the Buckeyes, remember, th- this is a team that had a a simply a hole last season when it came to leadership. Outside of that, heading into this season, you have a lot of upperclassmen leaving, and you have sophomores stepping up as leaders because they produced on the floor last year, and because there's not really not a lot of upperclassmen on the team to begin with. So there's that. Expect Roddy Gale to have more of a leadership role this season. He said he's trying to find his own way to push his teammates. It's something that he doesn't feel is the most naturally gifted to him. So he's learning how to be a leader along the way. On his offensive role, he said he'll play the two and the three, get out in transition. He wants to make open shots, all those types of things. That sounds great. He was asked about the freshmen that have come in. Ohio State has a class of four freshmen. Scotty Middleton was the first freshman that he mentioned when asked about the freshmen. Now, He said good things about all of them, but when you have a question and you're asked, hey, who are some of your your favorite teams to root for? And there's probably a team that came to your mind first above all the others, right? Because you like that team a little bit more. You want that team to win a little bit more than the other teams. Maybe it's Ohio State basketball. I don't know, but it doesn't mean that necessarily you're less interested in any other than the other teams. It just means that the one sticks out to you. So when Roddy Gale is asked about these freshmen and the first one that he mentions is Scotty Middleton, does that mean that he's the one who's sticking out the most, who's impressed the most as a freshman? Potentially. Just some food for thought there. Think about that. He mentioned, along with Bruce, Zed, Jameson stepped up as leaders 
And as far as his role, his ability to start this year, he said, quote, pretty confident, end quote, that he will start this season. So that's Roddy Gale. Let's talk Austin Parks. And this is going to be an interesting one. Did you notice anything about Austin Parks when you looked at the team photo, if you watched any interviews, if you looked at any pictures of Austin Parks since he's returned on campus? Did he look more trim, taller, more imposing potentially? I didn't notice any of that. You know why? What I noticed, I'm just kidding. I didn't notice this. But Zed Key knocked out a couple of his teeth during open gym, apparently. He was asked if he had a welcome to Ohio State, a welcome to college moment. He said, yeah, Zed Key, one little jab step, blew past him, and apparently got an elbow to the mouth and lost some teeth. Since, it has been taken care of, but that's tough. And uh, of all the injuries that I think that you can have playing sports, now, luckily in in my absolutely decorated career in playing sports, I mean, just uh, crucial to every team that I've ever played on, I've stayed relatively healthy, which I'm thankful for. Worst thing I ever had was a a high ankle sprain that, that required surgery, had some bruising and, and, and ligament damage as well. But enough about me. That hurt really bad. If I could choose any injury to not ever have, it would probably be number one, like broken femur, obviously. But number two would be losing teeth. That, ugh. I like even thinking about it right now and, and feeling my teeth, like I can't lose teeth. Congrats to Austin Parks. You're tougher than me. He also said defense is one of the most important things he can work on this season. That's Austin Parks. Cool. Felix Akpara. What did head coach Chris Holtman say about Felix Akpara? Well, once I find it, I'll tell you. Quote, I think there can be a step taken for sure. For him, it's continual steps in terms of improving overall skill. There's no question offensively. He's gotten better and will continue to. End quote. Felix Akpara is kind of a rare player. As you look at freshmen who step into college basketball, a lot of times the skill offensively is there. And defensively, you're playing catch-up. Felix Akpara played incredible defense last year. He blocked a lot of shots. He was imposing. He rebounded well. Offensively is where he was lacking a little bit. He's also put on a lot of weight. He's put on over 20 pounds. It's in question as to what he's weighing in at now. It sounds like he's 233, 230 to 235. What he weighed last season, Akpara didn't even remember. But he's put on around 20-ish pounds essentially, over the offseason. He's put in a lot of work. Obviously, Q Banks has helped him out with that. Ohio State's head of strength and conditioning, or whatever his title is. Shout out Q. He said he felt he was ready to play as a freshman, but he's taken strides this year to improve stamina and stamina. Is that right? Did I say that right? Whatever. And physicality, which are places where Akpara needs to get better, obviously. And he said he's also, his biggest strides have been made on the lower body strength, explosiveness for this upcoming season. Lower body strength and explosiveness. He's saying all the right things. Where you'd like to see Felix Akpara improve on a physical level, sounds like he's done that. So that's great. High expectations for Felix Akpara coming in the season. How about some freshmen? I've got three freshmen in a row here and then one last player before we get on out of here. Scotty Middleton. He said he's been working on his body, nutrition, 
and mobility. And this is where I came to the point where I was like, hey, you know what? A lot of players, and I haven't mentioned every single player who's spoken about this, but a lot of players have mentioned working on nutrition and overall physical health. It seems like that's been a focal point, a very focused for Ohio State in the offseason with the basketball team. On his role, he said he'll be playing guard at times, scoring on every level. He wants to win as well. That's what he expects as his role this season, playing some guard, playing some forward. He wants to be able to score on every level, and he wants to win. That's good. He also said on a question of whether he likes playing offense or defense better, he said he likes playing defense better because it's more difficult, it's more of a challenge, and when you're an elite defender, that's very, very difficult to do. It's harder to be an elite defender than it is to be an elite offender. That doesn't sound right. But that's what Scotty Middleton said. He said he likes playing defense better than offense. He also said he doesn't really have a preference between playing the one or the five, the two, the three, or the four. He's played all of that in high school, this in, in college at least. I'm sure that will shrink a little bit to playing the two and the three, maybe the four at times, but we'll see. That's Scotty Middleton. Tayson Chapman. By the way, we had a, I was listening to an interview with Tayson. And I heard his first name pronounced as Tyson, and I was like, is that really what it is? And, and, and as I looked at the spelling, I was like, yeah, it very well could be Tyson. But everyone else called him Tyson, so I'm going to assume that his, his name is pronounced Tyson. And I'm not making a mistake there. He said, the summer's been up and down in the, for him. He's battled some injuries. Chris Holtman said, by the way, I haven't even talked about team health, but he said some players have been banged up. The freshmen specifically have been banged up here in the summer and playing open gym, Tayson Chapman is a player who is included in that. So he had knee surgery. He since has re-aggravated the knee. He says he's 100% cleared now and he's ready to go. He's fully healthy, but that's going to be something to keep an eye on for Ohio State. Now I mentioned back when Ohio State got Dale Bonner and even before that, I said no one right now is really talking about the fact that Ohio State has a huge gap at the one at point guard. Behind Bruce Thornton, there's really no one. And then they went out and got a one, and I was pleased, and I felt smart. But that's not what this conversation is about. It is, however, about the depth of the backcourt, and specifically at the one and two. Tayson Chapman, by the way, he said he expects to play the one and the two this season. You need Tayson Chapman healthy because right now it's a very, very deep backcourt, especially at the one and especially at the two. If Tayson Chapman is hurt, that's where Ohio State could be strained a little bit. So you really need him to stay healthy. That's all I got on Taysom Chapman. Devin Royal, on his role, he said he's he's a versatile player. He's going to play hard. He's going to do what it takes to win. A lot of these freshmen, a lot of people going in asking, hey, what have you been told about your role so far? Usually their answer is, I don't know. Coach Holtman hasn't really talked to me about it yet because we haven't even started practicing yet. So players are kind of talking with their hands tied at this point about their roles. So Devin Royal is another player who's, you know, I don't know. But overall, as a player, he's going to be versatile. He's going to play hard. He's going to do what it takes to win. Awesome. He said he can move. He can see himself moving around positionally as well. At the three, at the four, obviously you expect him there. At the five, I think he's going to be rather undersized to play the five. But three and four, you can see him play a little bit. And it's nice to have a four who has some range as well. Jamison Battle, whether he's a three or four, not sure. He will play some four this year, and he does have some range. He shot really well from three two years ago. Last year, he wasn't that great. 
But Devin Royal is a traditional four who has range, and that's going to be exciting to see. Last player I'll talk about, Bowen Hardman. And some Ohio State fans may not even know who Bowen Hardman is. If you're listening to the show at the 40th minute, that means you're a Buckeye basketball sicko, and you probably know who Bowen Hardman is. But I do want to mention him specifically for one specific reason. Sorry for the word choice there. So first of all, and this isn't the specific reason I wanted to to mention him, but I figured I'd throw this in there. He said in order to get more playing time, he's been told he needs to be a more complete player, specifically on defense, and be more physical. He said he also gained 13 pounds this offseason working with the Ohio State strength and conditioning team. So he's gained 13 pounds. He said during open gym, he's focused on being more physical. This is a player who hasn't gotten a lot of playing time. He's made basically no impact at Ohio State since he's been on campus. But it's good to see that you've got a role player, a depth player like that, who is still putting in the work and understands what he needs to do to get onto the floor. And putting on 13 pounds, being more physical, working on that specifically during open gyms, and now I'm sure in practices, that's going to bode well for him and for his future here at Ohio State. Now, why I wanted to mention him specifically, he said, on last year's struggles, he and the team has learned to be mentally locked in and prepared for every game. He said, in the Big Ten, it's always very close. There was a bunch of games last season that came down to the final two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, whatever. He acknowledged that, and he said, when you're not mentally locked in and focused for every single game that comes up for Ohio State, you're going to be prone to lose. So he said that he, along with the team, has mentioned, has noticed the fact that they need to be locked in. They need to be ready to go for every game and make sure, again, kind of like Zed Key mentioned, that one loss doesn't build into two and two into three and you start to snowball and lose and lose and lose. That's obviously not what Ohio State wants to see this season. So those are thoughts and takeaways on the first media day for Ohio State basketball. It's going to be Team 125. Ohio State also announced that they will be doing some giveaways, some bobbleheads, things like that to celebrate the 125th edition of Ohio State University men's basketball. So that'll be exciting as well. wonder what kind of bobbleheads we'll get, what kind of merch we'll get. But that'll be cool. Hopefully get some more butts and seats as well at the shot and bring some more energy this season for the Buckeyes. Appreciate you listening to today's show. We're going to continue to roll along with the season preview series. Up next, we're going to talk Ohio State front court. Last week, if you missed it, we spoke on the Ohio State back court. We'll go on the front court now coming up i don't know if that'll be this week or early next week stay tuned for an announcement on that and then we'll continue we've also got some guests lined up which is exciting for this season preview series so make sure again you're locked in you're subscribed you're not missing any episodes appreciate you listening today i will shut up before you shut me off go bucks